But I also outlined my lips with the brown, and my dad would tell me it looked like a butthole. <laughs> Welcome to Brown Girl Code. This is a comedy rewatch podcast. I'm your co-host, Fergie. And I'm Christy, and welcome to our show. Welcome back to Brown Girl Code. Thank you guys so much for joining us for episode three. We are going to discuss season one, episode three of MTV's Girl Code. That is on Hulu. If you guys want to go watch the episode and then follow along with us. This episode talks about farting, makeup, sluts, and driving. Let's start with farting. The episode was so funny because they were talking about different types of farts. What do you think the worst fart is? If it's loud, obviously if it's smelly, I mean, duh. But if it's loud, I just think it's so uncomfortable. Even if you've been married for a long time, if you've been in a relationship for a long time, if somebody can hear your fart, even if it doesn't smell, do you know how there's some that just don't make any sound and you're like, oh, thank God. But if it makes a sound, those are the worst. Yeah, I think the the wet ones. The wet like ones. a shark? No. No, like... I'm going to immediately assume that you also shit your pants. Do you fart in relationships? In the episode, one of the girls says, if my toothbrush is in his bathroom, uh, it's fair game to fart in front of him. I disagree. I try to be as quiet as I can. Okay. But I do fart. Okay. (laughs) You? No. (laughs) I have never voluntarily farted in a relationship, nor will I. I'm sure, like, maybe in my sleep I have, but, like, he's never said anything, so I, I don't know. I will hold it in until my eyes are about to pop out of my head. Because I just feel so embarrassed. But also, I don't want to open up that can of worms because I don't want the guy to fart in front of me either. Because if you're farting in front of me like, oh, (laughs) you know, that's not sexy. I'm grossed out by it. I don't understand farting in each other's faces and stuff like that. Like I knew this girl who her and her boyfriend would Dutch oven each other. What is a Dutch oven? So that's when you are in bed and you fart and you pull the covers over the person's head. Oh, that sounds like a brother and sister relationship. Like, that's not sexy. Like, I don't want to have sex with that person. Like, I don't want you to smother me with your fart and now you're trying to get it in. Just excuse yourself. Like, I don't fart in front of my husband for fun. Like, I don't think it's funny if it slips out. Like, I'm like, oh. And I'll, like, excuse myself. But he's never farted in front of me. Oh. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. (laughs) You think that's weird? Yeah, because I feel shitty. I'm like, okay, why am I the only one? Can you fart too? (laughs) (laughs) The next topic that they discussed was makeup. I was really excited to talk about this. (laughs) Me too. Me too. I love makeup. And I don't care what a man says. Like, I could care less if you like my makeup. I feel the same way. Have you had a guy, like, actually comment on your makeup before? Yes. It's only ever happened once. This guy that I was dating, you know him. You know, like, in the 2010, 12, you would wear blue eyeshadow or, like, bright neon eyeshadow, and that was cool. Well, I would do that. He wanted me to look 
really natural. Like the girl said on the show, when guys are like, I like natural girls, like Kim Kardashian. Damn. He doesn't like my look. I've had guys comment on my makeup, good and bad. I did have a guy kind of hint that he didn't want me to wear makeup like the first thing he said was what's that on your eyelashes mascara do you wear that all the time yeah pretty much oh okay so do you wear makeup like every day whenever he would talk about his mom or his sister he would always bring up that they never wore makeup so I feel like he was trying to send me like subliminal messages for me not to wear makeup if you have an issue just say that if you don't like that I wear makeup every day just say that I'm not gonna stop but say how you feel and I don't think anybody should change how they look or how they do their makeup for a guy the way I dress the way I do my hair the way I do my makeup it's usually because I like to do it that way and I'm not out here trying to impress anybody but if a woman compliments me I genuinely am like oh thanks but if a man is like "Ooh, I like that dress I'm like uh thanks like it's creepy if you are out here bashing women or like uh talking down on women that wear makeup first of all like that shit is an art and if you insult my makeup i'm mad what you said hits the nail on the head to what i can't I don't know how to pronounce her name. It was either Shaylee or Shayla. She had said on the show that makeup is a lifelong journey. And that is so true. It takes years to master your makeup and get it down to where, boom, 20 minutes. I know every single routine. I know it's going to come out good every single time. I did not master my makeup until I was in my late 20s. Speaking of mastering makeup, what is your biggest makeup mistake? My biggest mistake, I think, is the black under, like, on your wet line, done for me. I, I, I feel like it ages me because I'm so pale. It makes me look like my eyes are sadder or, like, I, it just doesn't look good on me. I learned how to do makeup from my friends. Like, when we were growing up, YouTube wasn't really a thing. So you kind of had to learn how to do your makeup from TV, your friends, your mom. I didn't have black friends growing up. So I just did whatever my friends were doing, who were mostly Latina. I used to do the black lip liner around my lips. That was mistake number one. And I stopped after my mom told me it looked like I had a mustache. And then the second mistake that I made was I started doing concealer under my eyes because I saw one of my friends doing it. She's lighter than me. So I'm like using super white concealer under my eyes, not realizing I'm supposed to get a shade that's closer to my skin tone until I discovered YouTube and I got to see black women doing their makeup. But a lot of my pictures, when I look back in the day, it looked like I had chalk under my eyes and like above my cheeks because I was wearing this bright ass concealer. Going back to sometimes culture and ethnicity plays a big part on how you do your makeup. I would pluck my eyebrows to like a third of the, the thickness that they are now, like a tiny little line. And I thought that was hot. Mexican women do that. Mexican women will pluck their eyebrows to this tiny little thing. Mm -hmm. But 
Pamela Anderson was like the it nineties girl yeah. and the thin eyebrows started in the nineties. Exactly. So yeah, Hispanic women did that for a long time and still some still do to this day. And it looks really good on some women. Some women don't look good with bushy eyebrows. I that was my mistake. I plugged the shit out of mine to the point that they didn't grow back very well. I had to buy serums, I had to get them microbladed for them to to be what they are now. Yeah. But I also outlined my lips with a brown, and my dad would tell me it looked like a butthole. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> they asked us on the show, like, when is it not okay to wear makeup? I don't think it's ever not okay to wear makeup. To bed. I will never wear oh, my makeup to bed. Yeah. I will wash my face. I will not be able to sleep. I feel disgusting, like gross. Also, even if I'm at the beach, I will wear my tinted sunscreen. That's it. I'm not going to do mascara. I'm not going to do anything that runs down and makes me look like a raccoon. I know on the show, people are like, don't wear makeup to the gym. But when I see the TikTok fitness girlies, they're all wearing makeup to the gym. So I'm like, I'm sorry, but if I was single and there's like crushes at the gym and I'm going to the gym, I'm not going to look crusty. Back to what you said, yes, wearing makeup to bed is never okay. I, too, don't like when they judge women for wearing makeup to the gym because I used to wear makeup to the gym, not because I wanted to, but I was going after work. So I already had makeup, but like, what am I supposed to wash my face in the locker room and then come out and get on the treadmill? No. Like you said, if you're there, you're single, you're trying to catch a husband at the gym, who cares? Some women are not secure enough to go out bare face. I was one of them. I used to not be able to leave the house without makeup on. It took me years to get to where I am now. So leave people alone. I don't think there's a time where you shouldn't wear makeup to the gym, to the pool, to the beach, whatever you want to do. I don't think a lot of it is from insecurity though. Yeah. You know, I feel like some women, they just want to wear makeup. A question that they asked on the show was, how do you tell a friend if their makeup is bad? Ooh. I mean, also it depends on the friend. If you have a super sensitive friend that gets blood hurt easily, it's way different than like, like for example, me, if somebody tells me, girl, your makeup looks like shit, let's fix it. I'll be like, all right, girl, help me. <laughs> but I would be like, hey, let me fix this real quick. And then once she lets you just go at it, like, and this, and this, and this. If it's somebody that I'm not really friends with, you know, just somebody I know, I don't care. But if it's my sister or my friends, my mom, I will always fix your makeup. And I'll tell you nicely first. And then if you're like, no, I like it like this, then I'll be like, no, like it, it doesn't look good. <laughs> I agree. Um, nowadays, I try not to give unsolicited advice. If you don't say anything, I don't say anything. But if it's like my sister, my mom, then yeah, I'm going to, I don't even know if I'd be nice about it. I would just be like, what's wrong with your, come here, let me fix this. But if it's a friend, especially a sensitive friend, like you said, Pamela Anderson, for example, she still has those thin ass eyebrows to this day. So that's just something she likes. So sometimes it's like, well, this is just how they like to do it. Even though I don't think it looks good, they might think it looks good. And I don't want to like upset them. If they say something, then I would take the nice approach as well. 
Like, you know, I know you like blue eyeshadow, but you look really good in gold. Like maybe counteract it with something positive. Do people even use this? I love Do people even use the word anymore? No, I, I don't hear the words. I don't know what the kids say nowadays. Yeah, like in our generation, it was like, she's a what a whore. I don't think the young kids care. Yeah, I don't either. I feel like it is uh, a little old school. Yeah, I don't I don't think a bird, maybe. I've heard bird before, but I don't even know if that means being. What about thought? Oh, thought. Do they say that? <laughs> I feel old. We're sounding old as I mean, we are old as I think it's funny. I mean, we're 35. We all know what a is but i just think it's more socially acceptable to be one mm-hmm. and i'm for it not that i'm out here f-ing it up but my friends who are they're my favorite i don't see anything wrong with being a unless it's something that's like damaging to you if you're consistently doing things that you regret or you weren't comfortable with or it didn't make you feel good afterwards like you wake up in the morning and you're crying like why did I sleep with that guy if you're doing those things over and over I don't think somebody can tell you you're like that's something you define on your own it's usually people telling you that you're or people talking about you that you're but it doesn't matter. Like, it can be used in a good way and a bad way. Like, the girl on the show said, like, if somebody's like, ew, you are a disgusting, sweaty ass bitch. Like, I'm offended. But if you're like, oh, girl, you look so good. You it. Like, that's cute. Now you boosted up my ego. It's not very offensive, I guess. It's lost its pizzazz. Like, being a it's not a big deal anymore. Yeah, it's like, whatever. Yeah. Let's have more fun. Do you think there's a good time frame for having your phase in life? Obviously, when you're not married. And I think it's better to do it when you're younger than when you're older. Because when you're younger, you most likely don't have kids yet. Your body is snatched. Like, you can go out there in a thong bikini. You're more confident. When women get married right out of high school and then they miss out on the phase and they want to have a phase you know once they're divorced if they get divorced but say you have your whole phase in your 40s it's no longer the same now you're like a corporate girl now you have a mortgage now you have kids your body's a little saggy it's funner when you're younger i think it's more fun when you're younger because you have like those stories and those memories to look back on I think it might be easier, though, if you're like if you're recently divorced and you're like running around town, getting it in left and right, because most likely you're going to have your own place. So you don't have to worry about walk of shames. You know what you like and you know what you don't like. So you don't have to keep sleeping with the same idiot over and over. I feel like you're more likely to be like, ew, I don't like that next when you're older rather than when you're young. When you're young, you're like falling in love with these guys temporarily and like being stupid. And money. Well, yeah, you have money, but what does that have to do with having sex? Because when you're younger and you want to blow it up, it's like, do I have money to get to the club? Do I have money to fly to Miami? Do I have, you know, when you're older, it's like, now I have money. I have hotel money. I have travel money. You're right. You can up internationally because you have money like you said to travel you can put up in miami you can put up in paris 
That is a good point. And sex gets better for women when they're the older that they get. You like kick into high gear. But then I also read that men, like yeah. it's the opposite for men. Yeah. And then that's where you get into the cougar territory. Mm-hmm. Get it, girls. I've never had a one night stand. It's like, as long as you are sure to not get pregnant. Mm -hmm. I always had pictured myself like taking, I'm so dramatic, (laughs) like taking a trip to like another state and then like by myself and then just meeting a guy at a bar and then hitting it off and then flying back home. But never happened. Best scenario for a one night stand is in another state. Because then the chances of you ever seeing that person again are like slim to none. Yeah. yeah. If your plan is a one night stand or you just want to experience a one night stand, you have to take like like a first aid kit. You know, like have your condoms, several sizes, a plan B pill, mm-hmm. a, like maybe a taser. Because... It could go wrong, you know. You just really have to be careful because with the white night stand, it could be really, really dangerous or it could be really, really fun or you could get pregnant. If you ever feel unsafe or feel like something's wrong, it usually is. Get out of there. Yeah, don't even know. Yeah. And always have like a way of getting back to that person because what if you get pregnant? Oh, God. Get him on Instagram or Facebook or get his phone number or... Just something. Yeah, at least a social media. Or his real name with last name. Be safe in your face. Always drive yourself. Don't end up in a situation where you're stranded or you can't escape. Tell your friend, like, hey, I'm I'm going to be at such and such place, just so you know. Yeah, drop your location. People mm-hmm. are crazy out here. Just, they snatching up women left and right, and mm-hmm. you don't want to be one of them. Driving and road rage. Yeah. (laughs) Are you a good driver? I mean, I have four kids, so yes. But before I had my kids, I was an awful driver. I had a Kia Rio. I destroyed that Kia Rio. I remember your Kia Rio, the little silver one. Yes. I've never been in a car accident. That was my fault. So I think I'm a good driver. And I hit a parked semi i've um i've hit things in my car i will say that i have hit things like poles um as far as like car accidents no just like hitting things with my car i will walk blocks and blocks and blocks before i parallel park really i have to be driving my mini cooper and then I'll parallel park. But if I'm driving my big ass mom van, all that, like they will be honking at me. They'll be yelling at me. I'll be embarrassed. Parallel parking to me is a whole, it's like winged eyeliner. You either know how to do it or you don't. Yeah. And I don't. Living in Denver and living in LA, I just had to learn because everything is street parking. So I can't do it. And I feel so stupid. I don't like how there's this stigma that women don't know how to park and they don't know how to drive that's bullshit women are good drivers i had a boyfriend drive my car and crash it twice i i had a friend who her boyfriend crashed every single car she had even men's insurance is higher than women's so we need to stop saying that women are bad drivers those are some good points because that is all true men's insurance is higher than women's 
Have you ever had road rage fight? Yes. Where they're they're following you and you're like, oh, yeah, I have. This lady was riding my ass and I just slammed the brakes and then she almost hit me. and She was so mad. She swerved right next to me, rolled down her window and started like calling me a shit. And I rolled down my window and my husband had had a soda. I, mean, I grabbed the, the soda and I just threw it right in her car. And then I drove off. And she did not follow me. I was like, bitch, there's more. I'll throw these hands at you, too. I, I'm really good at just, I, I will immediately throw my finger up. And then I'll, I'll, I'll put it out the window. I'll take it out the sunroof. Like, I just want you to know I flipped you up. If I have to roll down my window, I will. But I will flip, flip you off. And then this other time, it was like this redneck man with, like, you know, you know what flag? Yeah, Confederate flag. I was like, Fuck, he's gonna kill me and my brown children. Cause I'm, th- I'm tiny in my van. Yeah. Like, yeah, once he got next to me, he kind of was like, the fuck? and then just kept driving. But I knew I was like, he's either gonna kill me or he's gonna feel bad for me. I had a redneck encounter as well. And it was at Sam's Club. I had the right away. So I was driving straight and they were coming this way. And I don't know why they thought I was supposed to stop for them. He's still going. And I was like, all right, well, we're just going to play chicken. He had to slam on his brakes and he flips me off and I blew him a kiss. What did he do? He just rolled his eyes and left. The worst one I ever had, I was pulling up to my apartment when I lived in Denver and I had stopped at a light. I had just got off work and I was having the worst day ever. I hate when the light changes and they don't even give you time to put your foot on the gas pedal. Like they're already slamming their horn on you to go. So I stopped, put my car in park. I got out of my car and I was like, what the fuck are you honking at, bitch? This lady literally looked like Roseanne from that show back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Like she was a heavy set white lady and she was like probably late forties and she was just sitting there like in shock. And then when I saw like that she was scared, I was like, oh, let me get back in my car. (laughs) She called the police and now I'm dead. And she stayed at the light to make sure that I didn't follow her. That was the worst road rage I had ever had in my life. I follow uh, a mortician. I think that's what they're called. With dead people? Yes. And she had a list of like top five things she wouldn't do based off of the stuff she's learned. From her career. And one of them was. Don't ever go when the light turns green. Give it a second or two. Mm. When I was younger. And I would drive. My music was on full blast. Full blast. The car would be shaking. It was always Daddy Yankee. Or some kind of reggaeton. Or like some like hip hop music. And it was just loud. And now I drive in pure silence i never turn on the radio i mean ew not who does no no radio no music and it's so relaxing to me because my days are so chaotic i would blast music all day every day like boom 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 riding down the street but now i'm on the phone all day long so when i get off work i don't put anything on i just drive i reflect on life i will talk to god i'll talk to myself because i just need a 
a minute to just shut off everything. And I'm so glad that you say that because I thought it was just me. Am I a Debbie Downer? Like, am I depressed? Like, I don't want to listen to anything. Like you said, I talk to myself. I'll pray. But we got through all of them. Yes. And it was so fun. We got through a whole episode. <laughs> we Yay. did it. Third time is a charm. I'm so excited. I know. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Subscribe to the channel. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We do episodes every Friday. Thank you guys so much for clicking on this. We appreciate every single listener. And we will see you guys next week. Uh Bye.